Yo, yo, and welcome to the Professor Jones and the Digs podcast. My name is Dave Jones, and I am the Professor. My name is Danny Jones, and I am the Digs. Professor Jones is a podcast dedicated to the art of film and cinema. And here we are this week talking about the 2018 already a classic, Tomb Raider. Classic. It's already a classic in my book. I'm not going to say what I thought of it yet because I don't think we should get into this movie uh, quite yet because I don't want to spoil my thoughts. Um, so, as always, we're going to move on with a little bro down action. And I'm going to start off this week. I had a couple things in mind that I was going to talk about, but given the trailers for this movie, I kind of wanted to highlight something that I find interesting in uh, today's today's culture. Um, what What's with the what's with the horror movies coming out all the time nowadays? I feel like, like if I go to a movie that's PG thirteen or rated R, like fifty percent of the trailers are horror movies. What yeah. what is it with horror films that every that so much of our culture is just obsessed with? I mean, how many times can a doll get haunted or some kid get uh, possessed by a demon? Or somebody be sneaking into a house trying to kill somebody that we're kind of like, we, yeah, we've seen it all. There's not that many jump scares left in the world. Yeah. And I do appreciate a good horror film every once in a while. I think it's, I think it's a great time, but my goodness. It, yeah. Yeah, it was great. I, I would be interested to see how much money gets spent on horror films every year or what percentage of the movies that are made every year are horror films because it's, it's a lot. It is a lot, man. There's there's probably like five or six that came out this le- this year that I didn't see, like the Happy Death Day or whatever. You remember that one? And there Guilty. Was like a bunch of I other- saw it. You saw that in theaters? Yeah, I did. It's actually so fun. It was an absolute blast. It's like I- a, a horror Groundhog's Day type thing. And that's the whole thing. It's, I don't think it was necessarily a good movie, but I love the premise. I think that the premise is fantastic. So it just is it the greatest movie in the world? No, <laughs> no. I think that's, that's what, what I, I like, like about, about it. it. But I mean, uh, it was very. Man. I think it was very self-aware of what it was. You know what I mean? We're watching a girl get killed again and again, and she starts to catch on, and so we're seeing the same things repeated, and it's it's a fantastic thing. By the way, Groundhog Day might be one of the best movies ever made, in my opinion. That movie it is, is yeah. fantastic. We should, yeah. gosh, we should do Groundhog Day. Phil Connors, good... Ned Bryerson. We should just change our names to that. <laughs> I know, no kidding. Over in Punxsutawney. From Punxsutawney. Uh, so it's great. But anyway, I don't know. I mean, I, I like horror movies and I like scary flicks, but uh, I'm definitely kind of thinking to myself, man, I feel like we would get better movies maybe if we just nixed this out of the conversation for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd say the horror genre and the comedy genre has just gone way down. It's just, there's a lot of weird, cheesy comedies that come out. And then also, yeah, the horror movies. Uh, I think every now and then we get a good staple like It. Like this year, that was that was great. Um, maybe if they came out with another Scream, I'd be interested. I know they're making a new Friday the 13th, and Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis is, Jamie Lee Curtis is, uh, coming back and reprising her role. So maybe I'll go see that. But like, cause that's what know, the people are. That's what the masses are clamoring for. Where is Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah, man? Let's get her streets. back. They're in the marching. Movies. We'd bring back Jamie Lee Curtis. My banner rides for <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. True lies is on everybody's <laughs> annual rewatch. <laughs> Top 10. 
Just oh. top three, True Lies. Number True two. Lies is a good movie. No, <laughs> it is a good movie. Not to harp on that movie at all, because it is great. Who directed True Lies? Is that James Cameron? Is that a James Cameron film? It might be. I believe it is. Jim Cameron. <laughs> it's like he has so many classic movies in his arsenal, and then and True Lies just kind of sneaks in there. Gosh, hilarious. We're going a lot of places. But here's the deal. So the the movie that made me think of this, though, because there are so many movies that are coming out that are scary movies that are like, eh, it looks fine, whatever. But that, um, now I can't even think of it. What's the Alien movie? Or it's like the, the movie where uh, 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 John Krasinski and Emily Blunt can't talk. Oh, and they're like raising a family. Quiet and it's or something like that. <laughs> yeah, let's just call it. <laughs> Don't speak. I know yeah, just what you're thinking. So please stop explaining. Don't tell me because it hurts. Don't tell come. me good. I don't, I don't know. God, in a, oh, no, A Quiet whole... Place. That's it. A Quiet Place. No, so. that's the name. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Oh, man. This, pod, this podcast is already bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Oh. It's bananas. Um, anyway, the moving on. Is good. Yeah. But what um, do you think of that movie? It looks really fun. Well, aren't um, they married in real life? Oh, they are. That puts a whole yeah. new thing on it. I was watching that trailer, and I was thinking to myself, man, this movie looks crazy. And then she's having, like, she's giving birth. And she's not she supposed to scream. The movie? She gives birth. Oh, And my she can't gosh. make a sound, she dude. Have you seen sound. the trailer for this movie? No. That's oh, awful. Oh, my gosh. It's insane, let's dude. Just, let's just write in the absolute hardest situation to stay quiet in. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Please stay silent while you're giving birth to another human That's being. It's just like, I don't know. Why do we have to go there? It's like. Well, I think that it'll probably. Can better ideas? I think that that one, I'm looking forward to that movie. And I think that Well, anything possibly, John Krasinski's in, I can go for. That guy, <laughs> I will give him every chance in the world. You know what I mean? It's I like, you he, serve me up a dish of John Krasinski and I'll finish the plate, no matter how bad it tastes. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'll just keep, I'll keep going, keep trying it uh, out. That's why it's complicated. Uh, Alec Baldwin, Meryl Streep. He's Steve like, Martin. Steve Martin. That's a good movie to me, almost purely just because John Krasinski's in there for a couple little scenes and he does a great job. He does. And he like kind of, uh, he kind of d- diffuses the situation in a couple scenes. Man, uh-huh. great movie. Um, anyway, I, I, I don't know. Scary movies, there's a lot. It's complicated. Uh, scary movies, a lot of them coming out. Um, I think that there's a lot of lot of ones that we don't necessarily need to be making, but there's a couple that are, I am looking forward to. And that one seems like it could be more of a sci-fi thing. So I'm looking forward to that movie, but overall, did you see the, did let's you cool see the it on scary movies. For, uh, for that movie, Adrift? Which one is that? Did you see that trailer? Uh some girl falls in love with a guy and he likes to go out and do his boat thing and go out in the middle of the ocean and stuff. Um, and they do it during one of the biggest hurricanes. It's like a true story. One of the biggest hurricanes of all time. Uh, I didn't get all the information. I was just a simple movie watcher, but, um, <laughs> white squall. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, isn't Ryan Phillippe in white squall? Is that, the yeah, movie? he is the one, two, three, wake He's, up scene. He's the guy that dies, yeah. Yeah. Um, spoiler. Spoiler. But uh, sorry, everybody. Yeah, I don't know. I watched that that trailer in theaters, and like they get stranded, big hurricane, and then blah blah blah. I don't know from there, but it was a it was a pretty good trailer. I didn't know what it was for, and then hurricanes are in right now. I mean, you got totally. Geostorm, uh, Hurricane Heist, Sharknado. 
can't uh, even think... believe that hurricane heist thing. Guys, I can't even believe that. What are we doing? How it's much like money they had went into that. They had a dartboard with ideas, and they just threw stuff at it, and they hit hurricane and heist, hurricane and they're like, "I guess and that's bank it." Robberies, yeah, <laughs> big, big robberies, you know. Yeah, no, seriously. I mean, that has to have, has to have been it. It could have been like anything, you know. It was just like, uh, okay, no, it's gonna be an earthquake and a, uh, I don't know. I don't know what what would be something similar to a heist, like a terrorist something. I, I feel horrible coming up with this scenario now. So, anyway, as well could, you should. <laughs> I know, I know. It was a, it was a road that I wish I would not have traveled down. <laughs> the road less traveled should not have been uh, tread upon. Let's say that. Uh, I don't know. Long story short, hurricane heist. It's wait, not wait, the wait. movie. It's not the actors. It's just the people in charge making these decisions given that the green light and wasting our time. Like well, I saw I, the commercial for that and it, I felt like it wasted my time. Like I was a little bit mad that that's even a part of life. <laughs> oh, I, I hear you. I, I think that all these movies like the, you know, the Geostorm and the hurricane heists, like they're not going to make, they didn't make very much money. They're not going to have done well. This will all blow over. You know what I'm saying? So oh my I know gosh. it's too much setup for such a bad it's a joke. tidal wave of just bad <laughs> jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I got an eye for these things. I mean, yeah, here, uh, uh, that's that's it, that's it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's rate it in. I think we talked to each other for a while. Maybe we're too jokey right now. Yeah. Uh, let's, well, let's let's go with yours because I think we we've, okay. we've passed the point of mine. So, past Gerard Butler, the point of no return. Um, oh, you're talking Phantom of the Opera. I think no. that Christine. No. <laughs> no, stop, 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 stop. Let me, let me get ahead of you here. I love um, Raul. Just kidding. Sorry. So uh, Zach Penn was quoted uh, to some article just talking about the new Matrix that he's working on and how he's like reprising that whole franchise. And so uh, I don't know. Just thought I'd get your thoughts on that. I'm pretty excited. I, I don't really know what direction it's going to take. They haven't released anything about any sort of a story. I don't know. I don't think it. Could it's bring not back ne- it's not so much like a a reboot though is it right it's like a continuation of the story it's like, a con- it's like an expanded universe type deal okay yeah i'm down for that that sounds awesome yeah i think so too i mean it would have to take place somewhere in the middle or something but um, like when the, is it going to take place possibly when the matrix is at the height of its uh power oh that'd be so sick yeah yeah it's just like just when before Neo did all of that stuff and within I don't even know. It could just take place in the Matrix and the Rebellion and Heck, I great. think Hugo Weaving is still probably young enough to at least make an appearance and look pretty good doing it. I love Hugo Weaving, dude. That guy Man, should be in everything. He's, he's so great. good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I just want to get your thoughts on that. Because I just I the Matrix is just a mind blowing movie. It's you it's know, outrageous. But, <laughs> one of my favorites. I mean, I love the original Matrix. Um, the Revolutions and Reloaded are something where I understand that they're maybe not the best movies, and I watch them and I am somewhat disappointed, but I still am happy to be living within that universe, within that cinematic universe, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, where I do, I. I do dislike those movies in some ways. I still would take anything Matrix related. I would love that. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that I think that that's a good idea. I kind of I find it 
like the Star Wars thing, though, where we're getting a lot of Star Wars movies now, and we start to get in danger of oversaturating the market with with these yeah, types of things do where we don't get excited for these types of movies anymore. So there, there is some danger where it's like, let's take everything that was so awesome to begin with and just keep doing it or redo it. Yeah. And you just start to not care about any of it. And it kind of, you wonder where like cinema is going to be in like in 50 years. You know what I mean? Are yeah. they going to be redoing episode four, five and six of star Wars? Are they going to like redo the Ma- the matrix? And it just, I don't know. It's interesting to to think about where how how long movies will last really if we're just going to keep yeah. doing this reboot stuff because we've run out of good ideas apparently. So Yeah, I don't know cuz I I would definitely say like with Star Wars especially now uh I think they've already gone past that point of like okay, you're making a little bit much here. Like as soon as they announced they were going to be doing the Rogue One and the Solo and all that stuff, it's like Okay, that's cool. Like, I was excited because most of it was announced, like, right after Force Awakens, if not right before. But then, like, all of a sudden you're getting all this content, and there's, you know, now TV shows in the works with HBO and blah, 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 or whatever, and and, uh, more movies to come. They're talking about, like, a Yoda standalone or something like that, and it's like, I don't want that. That's not what... And that's just too much. It's it's way too much. You want it, the reason why it's it's such a beloved thing, and sa- and same with uh, uh, the Matrix is because it's just a standalone thing. Like four, five, and six, and Matrix one, two, and three are just like a standalone thing. And now when you kind of start piling on top, that gets lost somewhere in the dirty undies, you know, in the whites. It gets <laughs> it gets yeah. you know trapped down there. <laughs> so. Yeah, in the sock box. Um, sock box. Yeah, yeah, the 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 lonely sock box. Um, you know, and I think that not to go on a Star Wars rant, but I think that something about Star Wars that Disney needs to make a new Star Wars movie, and I and I know that that's that's in works with Ryan Johnson to to do a new trilogy and the Star Wars TV show or any of the new like any of the standalone movies that they're coming up with. But they need to come up with a fresh idea that doesn't involve anything that we know about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or even mm-hmm. go back to like the old Republic or something like that because they are simply exhausting the stuff that we know. And even even though the new trilogy has been pretty good, in my opinion, we don't need to get into an argument about that any, anytime soon. But um, they still are so heavily reliant on the old characters that it's not like they're – necessarily forging something new because they are still so reliant on the star Wars that we know and love that it starts to become much of the same thing. It's like, okay, we're doing a Han Solo movie. Okay. Episode mm-hmm. eight was just completely Mark Hamill hamming it up. And then rogue one, you know, and it's a wire while I still, I think that a lot of those movies were very good. Um, it's getting old. That's for sure. Like I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready definitely. for something new, something fresh, something that I'm something zippy, something poppy, something nice. Something zippy you know? that goes, ah, ah, ooh, ah. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's hip. It's now. It's wow. That's what we want. Bam. But, <laughs> and I think that maybe Ryan Johnson will do that with the new trilogy. If he can get away from all the stuff that, for all the stuff we know and he can actually write up make his own story um that could be something good or the tv show could be good um and i think that they can do that same thing with the matrix if if they don't just 
go back to Neo and say, oh, this is what, you know, uh, yeah, Neo no, is, is back alive oh, and well, we're, yeah. we're raising him from the dead. Uh, here he uh, exists Neo in the Matrix was only already now. there. He existed and then he forgot about it or something like that. This is him before that, <laughs> you know, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, you would just be uh, like, oh, okay, you're just... It's a broken record, man. Like, we're done. Mm. We, you know, move on. Do something new. And unfortunately, I think that there's just a lot of a lot of ideas that don't get made or there's a lack of good ideas going on in Hollywood right now that we do end up seeing the, the same things again and again. But, I mean, there are a lot of – there are a lot of good things out there. And I think that there are a lot of smart and creative people. Um, maybe we're just in a transition period in Hollywood where um, – new filmmakers and new creative leaders need to kind of step up and you can see people like, uh, you know, Ryan Coogler, for instance, you know, he's coming up with some amazing stuff and black Panther was a completely fresh take on a superhero. So it's an exciting time, but also it is kind of a frustrating time because we, we do get the same stuff again and again. And, you know, last week we were just talking about Mary Poppins coming out and it's like, yeah, that looks awesome. I'm excited for it. I'm excited, We're still rebooting but, Mary Poppins. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's not a new, fresh thing. It seems like the only original ideas we have are the Oscar stuff. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like yeah. you watch Three Billboards or The Shape of Water, and you're like, oh, wow, that was a crazy cool movie. But, I mean, I, I, w- I would like to see some some good some good fresh ideas um, in the <laughs> sci-fi or fantasy realm. You know what I mean? Next year. And the Academy Award goes to... Hurricane Heist for Best Picture. (laughs) It's it's like, no. They're all natural disaster related movies. (laughs) Like, oh, geez. Oh, boy. Uh, There's a high-stakes poker tournament and a tornado. Can you believe it? (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I'm excited about The Matrix, though. I mean, uh, either way, it gets you excited hearing anything, you know, that's in the works about something you love. It's like if they announce like some sort of Ready Player One spinoff, even though I haven't even seen it, you know. But uh, I'm sure I'd be excited about something. I don't know. It's all just geek, <laughs> geek stuff. Yeah, we just want nerdy stuff, so it's great. Okay, so let's dive in to Tomb Raider. Uh, well, actually, Whoa. I started. I started the bro down. Why don't you start us off with your thoughts on uh, on the 2018 Tomb Raider, starring uh, Alicia Vikander. Uh, Mind blowing, moving, powerful, <laughs> triumphant. Uh, a genuine film of its time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was okay. Uh, <laughs> just got out of it like an hour ago, and uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I'd say it. Hmm. So like my, maybe my general thoughts on this movie were I had a bar in my head. I had some sort of expectation, but they were very low. And I'd say it met those expectations. And uh, I don't really know if it exceeded it very much. But uh, I mean, as, as, after watching the trailer of this movie, I had an idea of what I thought this movie would be. I didn't actually ever think I'd see it. <laughs> but... Um, and then I watched the movie, and it was like, yeah, it was just that exact, <laughs> that exact movie. <laughs> it was so, about where you thought it would be. <laughs> it was about right on there. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised at times. Uh, there were moments, because it was a big blockbuster, you know, so there were moments where I was like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there was other moments that I was like, ugh, you know, just cheese, just shoveling it. Yeah, know? I know, yeah. It's yeah. like cheese dumping out the microwave. You forgot to, you know, you left it on too long. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll just talk about it. I think, yeah, you go ahead with your general thoughts. Okay, well, so I went in, and we had kind of decided to do this, and so I went, and in my head, I had very low expectations. I didn't think this was going to be good. It had like a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes so far, and so I didn't expect much. And I'm going to go ahead and say this exceeded my expectations a lot, and there was a point in the movie where... I literally was just smiling and thinking, I am so glad that I saw this in theaters because if I saw this on like DVD or just rented it, I don't think that I would have liked it as much. But, and I think that if I had like higher expectations, I probably wouldn't have liked it as much, but I just did not expect this to be a good movie. And I was so pleasantly surprised. And I, I will probably say that like, 75% 75% of that is Alicia Vikander's performance because she was great. She was so good in this. And I think yeah. that she's a phenomenal actress. And um, you know what? She had a lot, a lot to carry on her back in this movie. And that's fine. She she could handle it and she did a great job. Um, yeah. There was definitely some parts that were pretty fine i mean whatever um but <laughs> i think that i think that it leaves you yeah. on such a high note too that i walked out of the theater like it did gosh it that did. was i mean I'll that's take two or well, whatever you're like ooh, okay. i know i know i'll probably it's, see the sequel i'll probably go see the sequel yeah and that's not now. spoiling much it sets it up for a sequel and in my head i was like man you could i hope that you do i hope that you make another one because i will be there on opening yeah. night because this was a great time for me and i really enjoyed it i had a blast um but going into some of the specifics did you know who the you see the name of the director mr roar uthog oh my gosh no (laughs) (laughs) his name's roar uthog so he's a norwegian dude and um it's actually funny because he made this movie called the wave which was uh, a really popular Norwegian movie. Um, and I think that it's basically like a giant tsunami um, hits the coast <laughs> of Norway. And I remember seeing trailers for it back when it came out, and it was kind of like this visionary director thing, and this guy from Norway is just killing it. Um, and I never saw it, never heard much about it other than that, but I was surprised when I looked this up and thought, oh, it's that guy that made that Norwegian yeah, film that, yeah, was, definitely. that was coming out. He hasn't done much. Um, I don't know if he's... I mean, I think that he did a pretty good job with this. I mean, I think it was fine. I think his movie needed... It just needed, like... I don't know, the writing was not fantastic. A lot of the yeah, dialogue the was really, really cheesy. Um, and I think the biggest flaw in this movie is that they needed to develop any of the characters a little more and like stop going from action set piece to action set piece because it was just it was just so reliant on how are we going to get to the next action how are we going to get to the next action bit that it just I don't know it was it just it was kind of a beat down at parts and and I actually really enjoyed the beginning of the movie, getting to know Laura Croft. See, I did too. One of us had to say too. the Laura joke. It's Laura. Um, but I think that, like, I really did enjoy her character at the beginning. So 
when they get to the the part, point in the movie where the the plot really takes off, I was kind of disappointed that all that was over already. So um, that was that was a big thing for me, and and I think that I think that there just was a little bit of missed opportunity of them being too. Um, to Hollywood blockbuster. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just they had definitely. to throw so much action in when it was unnecessary and it probably was to the detriment of the movie in, in general. Um, so that was that was something. But uh, Roar Uthog, I mean, he's fine. He's, you know, a director that may come out with something great at some point in his career. Yeah, maybe I'll do a second one. Um, maybe they'll get him back. Yeah, man, hopefully, dude. Sure, I'm in. Um, Alicia Vikander, though, can't talk about how much I love her. She was fantastic. Yeah, she, I thought she was great, too. Yeah, yeah, I really good. enjoyed her. Do you know what she's been in previously? Uh, not so much, to be honest. I haven't really seen her in much. She's been she's been in a couple um a couple of like the more Oscary things. Like she was she was in Anna Karenina. Karenina is that how you pronounce it? Um, either way, but, uh, the one that, the one that I'm most familiar with is that she was the, uh, robot in, um, Ex Machina. Oh yeah. 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 You saw Ex Machina, right? I actually did not. No. Oh, no way. No. Oh man. That's crazy. Ex Machina is such a good movie. I just saw, I never saw that one. I just saw Annihilation too. And, uh, both are written and directed by Alex Garland, who is Fantastic! Both those movies are awesome. Highly recommend them to anybody listening to this. They're really good. Um, yeah, but you should get on that too. Yeah. Anyway, she gives a great performance in Ex Machina, and so I have looked forward to seeing her in newer newer things as well. And I know that she's been in a couple. Uh, she was like in that Danish girl. <laughs> she was in that Danish girl. <laughs> in that Danish girl. <laughs> it's all about a girl on her quest you to get me that danish, danish. <laughs> <laughs> no no pastry shop has danishes <laughs> yeah she's just going everywhere um no but uh, i i think that she did a great job in this movie and i mean it's high high shoes to fill big shoes to fill excuse me coming after angelina uh, jolie oh so. boy oh yeah Definitely. hey that we didn't even bring that up what do you think See, of the original what, tomb raiders well i was just gonna say before we start really talking about this movie um, actually I had a conversation about, uh, with a friend about this beforehand and he said, well, if you guys are doing a podcast on Tomb Raider, uh, there's a large audience that probably is more familiar with the games and stuff like that. So maybe we should just do like a little bit of, a you know, a little setup on Tomb Raider. Um, totally. I, I what's your experience with the Tomb Raider games? I mean, I remember you playing them. Yeah, played I played them. them. What did you think of them? Did you like them? Well, I had I had it on PS1, I think. I was playing yeah. the Tomb Raider games, and I don't know which one. I'm not familiar with any. It was on PlayStation. It was on Sega Saturn. Yeah. I, I can't remember which, which Tomb Raider it was or how many there were or if I played multiple. The biggest thing that I remember about those games, though, is that you had the dueling pistols, and animals were always attacking you like yeah. i don't remember as much going through like um like puzzles or weird stuff trying to trying to run through certain scenarios or something like that i just remember being attacked by like bears and tigers <laughs> and it was a weird game where you looked forward to killing animals and it was kind of it was a strange thing and that's that's what i kept thinking in this movie it's, I was waiting for an At animal point, to attack when, her. When is she going to start killing all the animals? <laughs> yeah. she, it starts with her in a zoo, and you're like, oh, boy. <laughs> He's just I know where this is going. I so many games. angry tweets from PETA. <laughs> just like, gosh, what oh, do we boy. do? <laughs> well, it, 
It's supposed to be, um, from what I've heard, because I really don't have much experience with these games. I didn't really play them. I watched you play them, and I was like, oh, cool, David! <laughs> you know, but uh, uh, it was 1996. They were released, the very first one. Um, she has, like, unlimited ammo with dueling pistols, which mm-hmm. I thought was cool. It's just, like, mm-hmm. completely unlimited. And they're basically games about... Um, her finding, you know, she's an archaeologist and she goes down and she's trying to, you know, search tombs for treasures and rare artifacts. And, uh, a lot of it actually is like puzzle solving and stuff like that. That's like a huge part of the game is like going through these little things and solving little mysteries. And then you kill animals that attack you. And I guess there's not too many humans that you kill or something. I don't, I have no idea. Um, I can't remember. Um, yeah, they were fun games, though. I mean, I I enjoyed it. Maybe. Uh, something yeah, though. Plots, yeah. Yeah, they were they were fun, and I heard the new one is pretty sick. Uh, but something that like is so funny is that Angelina Jolie movie that came out. I remember vividly going and seeing that with a bunch of like I think I was in middle school. And we were all so excited for that movie. And for a middle school mind, it did not disappoint. There's one scene in particular that stands out to me as an adolescent young boy. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it was it was a fun movie. I really enjoyed it. And John Voight. (laughs) John Voight. And then there's isn't it also (laughs) that guy that plays Krennic in? uh, Yeah, Ian Glenn. Yeah, because he's also the guy from Vertical yeah. Limit. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and then oh, there's no, the no, 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 Noah, Ty- Noah Taylor. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And then there's hey, the Daniel, uh, Daniel Craig was in the first one too. It's a, yeah, Daniel Craig was, and then Sean Bean was in the second one. Was he really? I think so. Or am I thinking a Golden Eye? <laughs> I think you're. Yeah, you are. It's uh, Gerard Butler. Was in no, the second that's one. it. Why did I think? Hey, Sean did you Bean? Mon Hinsu? Really? Yeah. Isn't the second one too? Is his name Jaimon? Probably. Have we been saying it wrong this whole time? Yeah, there's no I between the J. It's because it sounds. Jaimon. It sounds way too close to Digimon. Digimon Hinsu. <laughs> oh, the digital monster. <laughs> Digi Digimon Digitime. Uh, yes, yeah, Syrian Hines is in that one. Uh, Laura Croft Tomb Raider: The Cradle of Life. Was that I just the first one was called. These. That's the second one. Oh, okay. The first one is just Laura Croft Tomb Raider. I watched both the trailers before. <laughs> <laughs> you did? <laughs> well, I remember the first one was awesome because so it bad. starts out and she's like hanging upside down and that robot's attacking attacking her and she goes through this whole thing. And Oh, yeah. yeah. She does the whole robot thing. It was cool, man. Angelina Jolie was like so beautiful at the time and well the second was... one she's like riding a motorcycle on the great wall <laughs> just like oh gosh too far way too far, too far. And it's like she's back and she means business this time or something <laughs> You're like, okay laura oh boy laura 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 um yeah it gets a little not so much croft but craft she's like mac and cheese i thought you're gonna try to kill me and he's like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna kill you and she said that's why i said try <laughs> oh, perfect! Oh, it was the best. It was like the best eight minutes of my life. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I'm glad that you actually went through and watched all those. Yeah, um, and I was just researching the games a little bit. I mean, they all have pretty cool plots. Like the first plot is uh, in New Mexico, a nuclear test causes a great explosion, 
which exposes a, an ancient device buried beneath the desert. And then uh, something happens with some corporation, and so she goes in there and turns out that um, there's only a fragment of this thing that she finds, and she has to find some artifact in Greece. And so she goes there into, like, a big tomb. So it's, it's oh, all, like, Oh, and that's fun. when the animals come out. And that's when she gets to Greece. <laughs> that's when, yep, you got it. <laughs> and, yep, you're falling great. Uh, that is when it says here on IMDb. And then oh, the, the bears. monkeys come out there. <laughs> And then the bears are. Wait, what kind of animals are like indigenous to to Greece? Uh, Danny might... Zuko's uh, <laughs> greasers. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, uh, anyway. Tell me more. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that about wraps it up. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, well, it. that's about all we oh, have yeah. for two. No, no honestly, so, I have a lot to talk about in this movie because it is, it is uh, really good. How does I, it start I, I, out? It starts out with her. This is okay. So, well, real quick. No, we can get into other characters as they pop up. So, yeah, uh, I wanted to say another note about Elisa Vikander. I would say that I completely agree with you. She, she, uh, she held this whole movie apart. Like, she, I didn't expect her acting to be to the level that it is. I teared up at a few times. There was a couple, you know, it was a good couple of really good moments. She definitely held it together. She did a great job. Oh, this movie would have been horrible if it weren't for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there, cause there were parts of it that weren't good and you really had, you had her to get you through it. And you're you like, really had to claw okay, on there and go, cool. okay. We're yeah. Getting through great. It. So it starts out and she's like in a boxing ring boxing with some other girl oh, yeah. and it was like as soon as as soon as she has that girl on her back like trying to get her to tap out and she taps out you're all that's how the movie's gonna end somebody's gonna be holding her yeah, like yeah and it's hold, gonna yeah and it's that's what it's gonna be and i'm not saying that's what it's gonna be because we haven't gotten to the post spoiler talk yet but yeah that's how it ends um so and then <laughs> but that is how <laughs> but that is how it ends <laughs> and you find out that she's like a bike career and then some guy at a at a restaurant tries to ask her out and he fails. I don't and his know. Parents Dude, are the trying the to... beginning of this, like uh when when she was boxing and it first started, I was <laughs> I was like, Oh boy, here we here go. You know, it like the music choice in that scene and come on, get her get her, Laura. Get her. And you it's know, that girl like, from Black like, Mirror that you're like, I don't know if her acting career yeah, is. It was, it was just like okay, here we go. But yeah, the bike and yeah, the bike messenger, and then the guy wants to ask her out, and the, that was kind of actually funny. I think I yeah. actually laughed out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it and then it moves on to like that whole scene where she's the the fox, and they have to go rush and they have to try to catch that was her. So interesting. And she was doing the paint, and I thought it was a fun idea or whatever. But man, they were just running amok in that city. It's like. I know. Talk about painting the town green. No, but I mean, seriously, one of them should have died. That was so dangerous, the way they were running around. And I know that bike careers do that in big cities and stuff, but, I mean, come on, guys. You were really flying around and zipping around. This is extremely irresponsible. You're going to hurt somebody. You might hurt yourself. Yeah. You know, put the bike down. I Um, counted at least 12 traffic laws that were violated. It's just not cool anymore. It's It's not. not cool to go out there with your bike 
swerving in and out of lanes, uh, you know, with your language and, you know, your, your yoo-hoos and your, you know. Yoo-hoos and yahas and yoo-wees. Yoo-hoos and your gushers and whatever, you, you know. <laughs> um, but, like, the thing, and also at this point you find out that she's not, doesn't have a lot of money. And yeah. that's why she did that is to get the 600 pounds or whatever, uh, whatever that she Quip. needed. I think it was yeah, 600 was, quib, wasn't it? Yeah, what, what's quib? Some I, sort they, of they, fish, they were I in think. Eng, they were in England, so it'd be pounds. I didn't know yeah, what that I was. Yeah, I don't know. But um, it's a anyway. sushi or something. Yeah. Some sort of Oh, it's the fish. currency in Tomb Raider, the video game. No. Um, so <laughs> Currency of the bears. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's the, the paper privileges that she uses with the animals. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um no i i remember thinking though i was like man doesn't laura doesn't laura croft have like a ton of money and she lives in a mansion by herself yeah, and then you big, find yeah. out that she yeah. hasn't taken that fortune she hasn't inherited it yet because she won't admit that her father is dead and won't sign the death certificate which is so, great hey what's that guy's name again uh oh the dad well, dominic west oh we're gonna get into dominic west we yeah. got the lead guitarist from Steel Dragon coming in here. Yeah, he's I coming love in it. hot. He was uh, fantastic. He was he was he was great. Starting the movie with his voice, I thought that was a great thing. Um, and immediately, old... I was like, "Is that Steel Dragon?" Oh yeah. Uh, you you didn't remember from the trailers? No, I didn't. I forgot that he was in it completely. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote into this surprise. thing blind. I was yeah. I was completely unaware of what was going to happen. I was pretty, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was great. I thought that whole setup, I really liked when she, you know, she got the little puzzle thing and she solves that and she goes back and she like pushes the letter in and like, she kind of figures out that little puzzle. It had a lot of that in it, Mm -hmm. which was fun. Very Yeah, no, I like that stuff. And that's the problem is that, okay, we find out that she hasn't like, she doesn't have her money and she's not living in the mansion because she won't admit that her father's dead. And then she goes to that meeting or whatever. And she finds the key goes and opens the thing. And immediately she's in Japan. And I was like, gosh, could have used a second more of like something. Just a hint. Just something gosh, more but about those Laura kids Croft. in Japan. Dude, this, okay. <laughs> this is the first moment in the film where I was like, nope, this is an action, action piece that you didn't need to do. This you didn't is need the whole chasing thing. This is, I mean, the first, it's fine. You saw it coming a mile away. Those guys sneak up behind her and try yeah, to help her. And he's kind and of a weird, we've all been, walk, if you walk, we've been a tourist you. in a different country and you know that that can happen very, very easily. Even yeah, very in easily. A, large urban area in the United States, obviously anything that can always happen mm-hmm. in any large urban area. But anyway, those kids do that and she chases them down. Pretty sweet chase. I did enjoy the chase. It was a good chase. I love when she tackled him. Entire... But then it keeps going. And then it keeps going. And man, when that kid pulled the knife and he was like, I'm going to cut out your tongue or something. I'll take your tongue. Yeah. He said yeah. That. It was he like, oh, okay guys, a little far. I was I like, think. okay, now we're like, what's going on? This is a bit much for me. You're out Way for blood too much. over a backpack. Yeah, yeah. this know. kid's gonna kill her, really, in front of in broad daylight. Come on, yeah, what are you daylight. doing? It's like, go home. That's what we're talking about with the bike guys, and it's just the same thing over in Hong Kong. It's like these kids are running loose, you know, no guidance. It's like, gosh, go home, you know, uh, put that knife away. You yeah, know, they were in Japan, man. right? 
I think so. Or yeah, okay. or were they in Japan? Yeah, were they in Hong Kong. Yeah, they okay. weren't in Hong Kong. Where where were they? I don't know. I don't know what big city it was. I always just assumed Tokyo, but I can't I don't remember know where they were. I don't know either. Either way, so they <laughs> we know so much about what we just watched. Um, yeah. Very aware. But yeah, that was ridiculous. And then she meets uh, Daniel Wu or Lou Ren, the character's name is. And what do you, how do you feel about this guy? You're giving me the I face of you, not entirely on board. I can't get, I just couldn't get on board. Most of it's just, I think at first I was on board. Like when he kind of started talking, I was like, okay, get the feel of this guy. He's kind of cool. But as it went on, like as soon as they, they, you know, moving along and stuff. Like after they were off the boat for the second time, I won't say what happens. I guess if we're not in spoilers, but uh, let's just say from this point on, it's all spoilers. Full spoiled potatoes. Full spoilers um, from here on out. We're going to talk about everything. Spoil it all. So spoiling it. Um. So the shit. You know, the shipwrecks. And after that point, I just kind of he was useless. He was useless to the plot. He was kind of weird in certain scenes. It felt rushed. He just felt weird i started actually just to really not like him <laughs> after a certain point i'm happy that they did do some like big build up first. or something and have like them kiss at the end or something like that i'm happy they didn't have yeah that they kind of just had him be just the side character that kind of seemed like he had a crush on her but doesn't really you don't really know yeah he's the yeah. vessel that owned the vessel that got her to the island Pretty much. Yeah. You know what I mean? She was he yeah. was just a plot device. But still, I mean, I did actually that that's about the point in the movie. Up until the 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 shipwreck, I was all on board. I was I really was liking on board this too. movie. Even with yeah. that little chase, I was I was still way into it. And then they get to the island and it's not as good. Real quick though, about Daniel Wu. How old do you think that guy is? Uh I know he's probably playing like a 30-year-old, maybe, or 29-year-old in that movie. I'd say in real life he's like 34, 35. 44. Wow. <laughs> he looks Gosh. great for 44. He does. He looks great. Yeah. yeah. I looked at the day, the year he was born. I was like, what? That guy's 44 years old? He looks like he's mid-20s. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> Jackie Chan It's like 60-something. It's true. Absolutely. He is great. Mm-hmm. Looking uh, fantastic. If, God, if only I could, you know, if only I could be like that. Like, what do I have to do right now to be like that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think I look like, like four years younger than I actually am, you know, four or five. I'm never uh, going to yeah, look, look 20 years. I look like, yeah, maybe, maybe 15, 15 years younger than I do. I probably look like 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just know, I just know that like that I'm gonna get those five years when I turn forty. <laughs> yes, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna turn forty and look like you 55. have to pay them back sometime. <laughs> <laughs> like this is you know, plus interest, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, his character was fine, but as soon as they got to the island, I was super excited for what was gonna happen, and it was just kind of disappointing. It wasn't it as cool wasn't, as you were thinking. No, it wasn't as fun and. There, so you find this guy Walton Goggins, who's Matthias Vogel. How do you feel about him? It was driving me uh, nuts the entire time trying to figure out what movie he's from, and I realized that he's from Django Unchained. But then yeah. I looked it up and found out that he's in Shanghai Nights, or no, Shanghai Noon. 
And oh he, yeah, Roy, he's like yeah. the guy. He doesn't like Roy O'Bannon, isn't he? Like against no. Roy O'Bannon. Yeah, or yeah. He's yeah. like the guy that tries to steal Roy's group or uh, his gang and everything. Yeah, he's the second in command. Yeah. So Kinda. that was that was super uh, interesting to me. Don't love you him. Have, he's fine. You shouldn't have come back, Laura. You shouldn't have come back, but I'm happy you did. <laughs> and it's like what <laughs> he is like he I, I you know what I wanted from him I wanted him to say because the, the entire way through he was just really serious like insanely serious like serious to the point of like he's trying to be serious and I just wanted him to say something like that and be like but I'm happy you did <laughs> you know maybe do some like weird creepy laugh or like do something just to make you like ooh he's a bad guy but he just, uh, I don't know. I, but I didn't mind watching him so much. I didn't. I no, I didn't mind him. I, don't think I just he did a bad job per se, but I don't know. I think he could have done better. I think the character. I think maybe his better. character just wasn't written that well because. Yeah. It was just a character that it, he took himself way too seriously. He was trying so hard to be the big baddie, and it just kind of came off. I don't know. It was just like, I can't you know, wait until we get to the point of this movie. You know, you know what I mean? Where, you know where uh, they could have used another little thing as well is when he's pointing the gun and he shoots the old guy and then he points it at Laura Croft and uh, he's, you know, has it right at her head and he just stares her down, stares her down and then unloads it and walks away. Like if he would have done like a bang or something like that and like kind of scared her or something like that and then like laughed and walked away or just something like any anything. sort of humor mm-hmm. anything just to make mm-hmm. him like a a two-sided kind of bad guy that you relate to in some way i don't know man mm-hmm. no but i agree i, agree. I wanted absolutely. more i wanted more i did too i absolutely did as well um but so Vogel. that yeah mr mr vogel is his name whatever but, one name. <laughs> one, His name's one name? just Vogel. <laughs> it's Vogel. <laughs> Dang Vogel, Vogelbird, Vogelbird. Vogelbird. Um, yeah. That so, but like his thing is that he's stranded on this island with all of these shipwrecked Japanese dudes that have slowly been accumulating there, and he's forcing them to work with a number of other minions, these hired hands that are just there for multiple super years. evil guys so yeah, bad horrible human beings terrible like what Built benefit is there to you of, of why this do you want to hurt everybody uh, yeah it's just i mean they were just really bad really bad guys but um nice. no no but so their plan is that they need to uncover the tomb of this japanese queen whose name is what was it was it hikima or makisa Kiki. Or? <laughs> <laughs> Kumi Kwaki Serpy Niku Kwaki Serpy Niku Ah Kwaki Serpy Piku No I really wish I would have written that down Because I can't remember I don't what know. the name It was of like that. Kumi or something like that Kumi me It was something like that though No it was like know. Hakima or Akira or something It was Shakira no, uh, I don't know. But anyway, they're trying to uncover this tomb, and uh, her dad 
believed that this would unleash like a horrible force on the world and that if they unleashed or if they opened the tomb that everybody would die and um i thought i mean i think it was a pretty good it was a pretty good plot like i it's definitely enjoyed yeah. i enjoyed that idea it's it felt like it felt like indiana jones-ish to me where Definitely. there is this that was whole the fun part about it, yeah, yeah, there is this whole mystical element of when they get there, what is going to happen? Because I am very curious to see if what they're saying is going to happen really it's happens. Just, it's just that middle part, man. It's and, yeah, you know, it's you know just what that it was? like it Go looked ahead. like it was filmed in Temesco Canyon. You know, it looked like it was so weird. Like everything was super big budget, but then like all that cliffside stuff, like it looked like somebody just kind of brought an iPhone. And was just like filming around up on the rims. You know, it was like kind of, I don't know, it threw me off. And then they do like a big wide shot of the island and you're like, oh, it looks like that. Well, <laughs> it didn't just look like that when they were down on the ground. Yeah, like, totally. Weird. Yeah, there was something going on. That whole bit when they get in the island and they start talking to him and all that stuff. And I just was not enjoying myself up until, even then though. So, okay, so she gets... Taken and so does Lou Wen or uh, Lou Ren. He gets taken. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so bad with the names. So bad. <laughs> There's like honest, honest mistakes here. I'm trying. <laughs> Lou Wang. <laughs> well, I have okay. His name That's is Lou Ren, is. and I have Lu Kang in my head from yeah. Mortal Kombat. So I keep so thinking I that, I and then confusion. it's Lu. It's Lu Ren. Okay, yeah. while we're on the subject of names, what do you think about the name Lara? Uh, it's hard for me to pronounce. Like you know, I remember say that Laura. it's not Laura. Yeah, for it's me, Lara. it's kind of like pick a real name, like. It's kind of like the name Denny. No offense to our listeners if anybody has these names, but it's kind of like Denny where it's, uh, I don't know, you're either Danny or you're Benny. You got to pick a lane. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah just, you're off by a letter. You really are. Your entire life I don't care is if that's your given name. You got to pick one. Pick Danny or Benny. Either way, just, just figure it out. Just not Denny. <laughs> I am you, Denny. You okay, Danny, I'll see you later. You know? Was it Denny? Some, somebody it's introduces Denny. themselves as Denny, and you're like, "No, I'm gonna call you Benny." Which would you prefer, <laughs> Benny or Danny? You pick. You pick. Uh, Two choices. No, nah, I'm gonna call you Mark. <laughs> that's not a real name. Oh gosh! Then now somebody's gonna listen. That's named Denny, and they're gonna be heartbroken. It's a good. No, it's not. It's a, a fine name. We're just no, kidding. If, if it's your name, then it's your name. You yeah. know. Um. I'm just saying, for future reference. To everybody that's listening, if you're gonna ever have kids, just don't, just don't name them. <laughs> don't name <laughs> just them Denny. Don't name them Denny. So simple as that. It's pretty uh, easy. <laughs> um, but okay. Ooh, I'm hungry. Feeling a little you, flapjack. <laughs> oh yeah, get a grand slam. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but uh, where were we even? So okay, we we're talking yeah. about you know yeah, so all that. I didn't like and, how all of a sudden her and like, Liu Kang, um, they're yeah, exactly. taking. They're taken, and then he helps her escape, which, gutsy move, dude. Dude, that he, was like... He may as well have been committing, committing suicide. He just shot a guy in the face, like, yeah. right next to you, and he's still standing right next to you. <laughs> like, If I were her, just like, I would have been go. like, no, not, no, let's not no. do that. I'm just not... Just hang out. <laughs> like, let's figure the situation shh, out shh, a quiet, little quiet. bit longer. <laughs> quiet. 
he's gonna shoot you in the face like he just did to that guy. That's a, that's how I felt the whole time. I was like, this is happening way too quick. They need to assess the situation a little bit more before they just know, start like, trying to escape. Uh, okay, all these guys have like you know semi-auto rifles all yeah, around them. You're so gonna die if you do anything to try just to get like, out of this. But she does, and she does make it out. But and then we get to the castaway, castaway oh, two. Okay, dude. So this scene with so she goes and she falls into the river, and then as she gets flung oh, off gosh, a cliff, yeah. she lands on a hair in an airplane, and then she gets off the airplane and starts to break, and so then she runs into the main part of the airplane, and then that starts to fall down, and then she, she goes, dives really? out. Really? And that's how I was feeling, because I was like, man, this is really going pretty far with this. Yeah. And then she gets into, she snags a uh, a parachute, and then safely, not so much, flies into the forest and gets something shoved into her side. Or was that part of the airplane that stabbed her on the way out? I is don't that... know. I, I think it was probably a piece of tree. I couldn't tell if it was a piece wood. of metal or if it was a piece of tree. But And then she falls in the ground. That was one of the most stressful and, like, gripping experiences that i've ever seen in a movie like oh my gosh it was just i was uh, yeah I, I was stressed i was nauseous i was kind of turned on and it was just all such confusing yeah, feelings you, you know what i mean it was just <laughs> way too much for me to handle all at once and it <laughs> happened for like four or five minutes i mean that was a long sequence no it was extremely at least long. three minutes it could have been three minutes you know what I mean? The parachute thing was just like, what? Like, she's reaching for something, and you're like, what is she, what? And she yeah. falls. And, it, like, they went there with this movie a lot of times. Like, when she was on the cliff and she actually just fell into the river, you're like, oh, no, she's falling into the river. And then, you know, she goes in there. There was actually a shot. Uh, you know, I think it was when she first fell into the river or maybe when she has the parachute, does she land in water again or she just lands on the ground? She lands on the ground. So there's some there's a point in there where she lands in water and she goes down really deep and it was like a it was almost like a, a cinematic mo- moment that like it was I think a it was visual... during the shipwreck. No, yeah, that was it. That's exactly it. So yeah, during the shipwreck, she she dives and goes into the water and there's like that huge just like pan of under the ocean of stuff going on and she's under there. I thought that was a really beautiful moment. I was No, yeah, I was that was. Captivated at that. I was like, "Wow, this is pretty sick mm-hmm. looking." And that sh- and that should be stated that like uh, Roar does a really good job of cutting cutting together a lot of these scenes, and I think that he is a fairly talented action director because yeah. a lot of these action moments are they look really good. Um, I think it a lot of it is just the storyline. If they, I don't know, you just need to tighten it up and maybe not. Yeah, I think little, it's just too much action because I got a little. I got a little burnt out on the action. You know what I mean? Yeah, me Where too by the end of it. If I hadn't seen that chase in Japan and then uh, – The bike thing at the beginning. The bike and thing and then a couple – you know, the the shipwreck and all of that. By the time that I got to that really stressful scene where she's going down the river, I was kind of burnt out already. And like, can we take a break and just kind of get to know these characters a little bit? And then they Dude, do. And then, yeah, but kind of. I mean, then she <sighs> – uh, she pulls the thing out and she goes to sleep. And that's where I thought I thought it was going to be an animal. I really did. I really did. thought that she was going to turn around. Bear or something. And I was like, okay, on a in an island off the coast of Japan, what kind of what kind of animal would be there? Probably <laughs> like a pig thing, right? Uh, like a what are those? Could things? be a wild boar or yeah, wild boar. some sort of uh, aggressive monkey. Um, I don't know what else would be there. I mean, I, I 
tigers are in China, right? And some some yeah. tigers are in Japan. Um, India mainly is where China or tigers are. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know what kind uh, of animal are we I was split expecting. hairs here. <laughs> Am I wrong? Um, How many no, stripes these uh, tigers got? Then, I don't know. But then she, yeah, she goes to goes to sleep and wakes up or whatever, and that guy is coming to get her. And uh, I actually, I thought that scene was pretty crazy, man. That that whole fight was extremely tense, and it's her first time she's ever the first time she's ever killed anybody. And uh, I thought they did a good job with that, especially the drowning of that guy. I was like. Oh, anytime somebody drowns, man, like White Squall, we were just talking about U571, that uh, the gray, that movie, when that guy gets his foot stuck and he can't go above the surface. Like anytime anybody drowns, I just have a hard time. It's just like, ooh, that's that. I know. I totally agree, man. That's I feel the same way about getting eaten by an animal. It would just be horrible. (laughs) I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) But oh, boy. Um, No, but yeah, dude. Drop it with the animals. Um, no, but I think that that was – it's like they get to the island and then there's that whole time that they're doing that stuff and I don't – I fall off and I stopped liking the movie for a little bit and then as soon as she drowns that dude in the puddle, I was back in. You know what I mean? Because her reaction to that and it's just such a like visceral and horrible experience for her and she plays it so well and you can see that that character is hurting so badly. Um, yep. And I was back in. I was back in Me because too. it got, you know, you get back to the basics. We just want to see Lara Croft and Alicia Vikander is playing Lara Croft very well. And so is this, is, this is what we want. Yeah. Is it Laura or Lara? Then <laughs> <laughs> here. <laughs> Danny or Danny? Uh, anyway, sorry. But I mean, so so then it it does get good again, and does, then she yeah. sees some dude looking off in the corner, and he does a quick buy in the back. <gasps> I know. Oh, she saw me. <laughs> Gosh, so lame. typical, typical That's crazy when you get guy back on out an of island. The movie, though it's like you just got back in. Now I'm getting out again. It's like a hot tub. It's a little bit too hot, so you get in a little bit, and you go, no, it's too hot, and you get right back out. I don't know. <laughs> Did you like know. the whole cave scene? Did you like all that? I think I liked I wanted to like it that I just was okay. Me too. Um yeah. and I think I think that I did I did enjoy the the reuniting of the two, you know, of the father and daughter and the two what does he do? The two fingers to the mouth and dad loves you. I like how he says dad loves you, not daddy loves you, because then that yeah. makes it if he said daddy loves you it would have made it just total cheese it would have been croft mac and yeah. cheese so to speak um but oh. i know i don't i trust me i came up with that during the movie um <laughs> but that is brilliant yeah but i thought that i thought that was good in the fact that he has had visions of her so many times that he didn't believe it was really her i thought that was i thought that was cute it was a good that scene good. i and that's I, the only scene that i really teared up in i teared up a little bit when you know she was trying to talk to him. He was doing that. And then when he finally was like, you know, acknowledged that it was her and all that, I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, oh. totally, totally. And that's when, you know, this movie actually does get really good when the the actual essence of the character starts to come out and you see the character arc start to take shape. It's just... It kind of, a- but then they go back to the camp. And the camp is just... Ugh. I feel I, like every time they're at that camp, I'm just like... Mm. See, I like the rest of the movie. 
From that point on, on, I was in. I was on board for the rest of the movie. But it also gets pretty interesting. Um, You know, you see that the dad is angry because she has led this guy straight to the tomb of uh, Makisa. And (laughs) she just look it up so we actually know who it is. Um, But he gets... He gets angry, and so then she decides to take it upon herself to go stop that guy from opening it up, and she sees that her dad has a bow, and anytime somebody gets a, a bow in a movie, I'm always on board for that because that was sweet. Yeah, very um, Katniss everdeen Yeah, totally, totally. And so she slowly infiltrates the camp. You see a couple dudes get offed with a couple arrows. Really enjoy that. Always enjoy those types of scenes. Yeah, you um, know, that that is the best part of that action scene is her just like she has a couple really good shots in there and sneaking around too i yeah. i mean it was it was good the stakes were high and and this movie definitely i it got considerably better for the, the last little portion of this movie um <laughs> i'm sorry dude i cannot find <laughs> i know that's why i tried to look it up earlier when we were having that like delay and i couldn't even find it so it's like all right whatever well, it's not even in the i plot. apologize to everybody listening that we cannot remember the name of this this Tim Kiki, what was it? Kiki, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's Makisa or something, something. But um, that this is okay. So this is one of the big problems that I had in a particular moment of the movie is that she kills the guy that's watching over all of those dudes, and then that guy fires a couple bullets, and all of those prisoners try to escape. And at least like four or five of them go down. And I thought it was a little selfish of Lara and Lou to take it upon themselves to try to release all these guys where they know that these dudes are just going to rain fire down upon these prisoners trying to escape. That was... They got at least four or five of those guys killed and they had no chance of getting out of that situation. The extras had no chance. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's, I mean, warranted... They did need to get out of there. They were in a horrible situation, but they really forced that upon those guys. Run! Yeah. It's like, oh, no. Everybody run! Now you're dead. Yeah. I had uh, nothing to do with this, man. I'm not, I'm sitting here, you know? It's been seven years. I'm happy. Yeah. I've <laughs> I'm totally, fine. I'm used to it. I've acclimated to this. I'm going, <laughs> like, I need the work. <laughs> you know? I complain. I got a good job. I get food, you know? Good job, living on the island. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, but anyway, so yeah, good bore. Um, but that was an interesting thing. But yeah, no, I I can agree with you on that. Yeah, but then they take out most of those guys, and they have the uh, the confrontation between Lara and the father and uh, Shanghai Noon, and they pretty much go into the uh, they go into the tomb. And see, I would say because your kickstart for this movie is. Uh, back there when she like drowns the guy, I was still a little off and on. As soon as they entered this tomb, boom, I am hundred percent riding, hundred percent in. Oh, like, I know, soon, man. As soon as they get in, it she's she's going down the rope and stuff, and they they show some of the structures down there and all that. I was like, okay, cool, I'm yeah. in. Yeah, no, because it was awesome when it got there. And it was very reminiscent of Indiana Jones for me. And honestly, it felt a lot like Last Crusade because they get in there and there's the spike that goes like through a dude's torso and head, kind of similar to the. I loved that. 
Yeah, that was awesome. And then cutting off, you know, and it was, you know, Last Crusade, the dude gets his head cut off, you know, uh-huh. the pennant. What is it? The, uh, well, it doesn't matter. But anyway, um, the penitent, the penitent man or something like that. And then he bows. Yeah. Um, and then in the next scene, there's the walking across the huge gap and they yeah. had to do that same thing. Um, and the only difference, and then, you know, the last scene was very similar to the, the cup of Christ. There's just a couple more things that are in there. So yeah. anyway, I mean, it's, it's your typical booby trap setup. You got about four or five stages to get through, get through the booby yeah, traps. Yeah, got to get through some stuff, you know, yeah. got to go. I loved how when they were walking over that huge pit, there was like thousands of bodies. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't really expect that. It's like, wow. Um, and the spikes, it felt very video game-esque, which I loved. It did. It, it was it like, did. okay, cool. And then they have, like, these puzzles and mysteries, and you're kind of just, like, in on it, you know? And the dialogue is kind of video game-ish, too. It's all, it all was just, like, a super realistic, fun ride, fun game that yeah. you were part of, you know? Yeah, I, th- I, would th- I said, I was thinking that this last like half hour was one of the most enjoyable experiences I've had at the theater, you know, in a long time because it was, it was super entertaining. It was super fun. So I, yeah, I highly enjoyed that. Um, and then she goes through that. What about the, the throwing of the little stones or the keys to put that over the thing and the light the shining colors, the little gummy bears. I thought, yeah. it, I mean, I thought it was a cool plot point. Like I thought it was a cool thing, but man, if somebody said, Hey, throw this over, to her and she'll catch it or you all die. No way. I make that throw. I'm going to, no. I would, I you would take it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nor no way I catch it on either way. Either I'm way. I'm the one I fail. that's like, I'll, I'll throw it. And then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just the worst solid, throw. like three and a half feet short, <laughs> you know, just like, Oh, dang you it. underhanded it. Why? And then she, and then she tries everyone. And none no, of no. <laughs> what is it? What is it? What are you like? Overhands it to somebody. <laughs> It's like, you know, in that situation, you float it, right? You underhand yeah. it. But it's down. <laughs> Overhand, it gets a little bit too much. It's so hard. Overhand. <laughs> Hits the wall and breaks. <laughs> Here, catch. Fastball. Oh, I apologize. That really, really made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> Danny's like resiliently holding back and making me feel bad for thinking that's so funny. Gosh, you just laugh too much. It's embarrassing. Oh, sorry. That got me good. Um, But then they get through and they make it to the tomb. And hey, nobody died in that thing, though. When all that the floor was chipping away. I I wanted somebody to fall. They They needed needed one of those henchmen to go. Well, you ended up having three henchmen in the end. You could have made all that work with two. Yeah. I think a couple more of those guys needed to go in the booby traps. They needed we needed one more cool death. You know what I mean? Because yeah, the spikes was awesome, and then you just needed you needed something. Yeah, and that guy, what he had like some one liner, like you should have seen your face, <laughs> just immediately yeah. gets killed, and you're like, nice. Don't make yeah. fun of your friends, bro. Um, yeah. But then they get to the tomb, and this is the coolest part of the movie to me. Because yeah, the the whole time I was thinking, how are they going to pull this off? Is it going to be some mystical thing where we have, you know, so, like the mummy kind of comes up, you know, where this this yep. Japanese queen or empress rises from the dead and we have some weird battle. And then it turns out that they've been holding in a plague or some sort of disease. Yeah. 
And that yeah. was what they were keeping secret and they were keeping it in. And that's why they didn't want anybody to find it. I thought that that was such a brilliant way to make super, yeah. to make something that could have been so supernatural or something mystical and make it a real thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because because yeah. that's that's what Indiana Jones does every time is that you just have to buy into whatever they're talking about. You know what I mean? The cup of Christ gives you everlasting life. You just got to buy into it. And you know, they're going with uh ancient Hindu beliefs in uh, in Temple of Doom and you just you just have to totally buy into it, you know? It's like Kali Ma's a god. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And, and Kalima, okay, they're reaching into guys' ch- chest and pulling their hearts out. They're still beating. I mean, but that's that's always something in and that that I I love Indiana Jones and I think they're great, but I always kind of think that in my head. Like if you're not a um you know, and they and they use multiple religions and stuff and then they ruin it by using aliens in the last one. But if you don't buy into that, then you're not gonna like those movies. Cause if you can't buy yep. into it, then it's just not gonna work. And so I liked how they made this movie make sense it because it was just they were holding a disease in and she was a carrier and so she locked herself and whoever else was infected in there so that they couldn't get out and they held that disease uh to that point and they stopped the spread of it in that way so i thought that was a i thought that was a brilliant a brilliant plot i loved it too i really liked that and and you know and i'd been thinking about it the whole movie wondering what was going to happen at the end and so I thought that was very uh, that was very rewarding, and when that dude dies from it, horrible. It does not look good. And then the other no. one like wakes up and he's like kind of zombie ish. You're like, wow, that is. Yeah, it seemed like it was actually like a zombie epidemic. Yeah, because it's just to the even to the touch. Yeah, that it gets you, and they are way too, like they're. If I saw that, I would have been out of the room. Like, oh, okay, yeah. well, She's, no, I'm, yeah, they're like, oh, hey, what's up? Oh, just yeah. I, I'm just gonna try not to touch you. <laughs> you know, you can do my best. That looked like, like such a horrible, gosh, agonizing death. Even if somebody like you know, I don't know, because they don't oh. know. It's not like you're like, oh, apparently it's only to the touch. Okay, so oh, it's only apparently it's only to the touch. Now I know everything about this thing. Yeah, it's like how do you know that you're not gonna like? It's when probably she, airborne, and you're dying. Get out of there. Yeah, it's like you probably already have it. And it's gonna hit in like eight hours. How could you possibly know? I know. It's, uh, I don't know, but I really liked how when they opened the tomb, she was kind of like mummified, you know, thought that was really cool. Like she, she yeah. was still herself. And then as soon as the open air touched her, she just immediately started decaying completely. Oh yeah. All of her physical properties just completely deteriorate like immediately yeah. as soon as they touch the oxygen. That was cool. I really liked that. That was cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that whole. But like, and so that guy like takes a little bit off to give it back to his, uh, to give it to his superiors. It's like, yeah. man, what are you just a freaking idiot? I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. He wanted off the island so bad that I guess he would have done anything. But yeah, he's driven um, crazy by it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and he's too handsy with that thing too. He's trying to sniff way... some things. He's putting it in a bag, putting it in his pocket. It's like, what do you put, do? It's like, dude, that's that thing that like finger made contact with that bag. Like, in some point, like you ziplocked it, but it's not like, you know, there's probably still a little bit of finger on the lip. You know, it's just, oh, that was. There's a lot of thought. Yeah, way goes, too much uh, for me. Goes into yeah, uh, and then and then Steel Dragon gets infected. And I thought that that was a great. It a was great good. I loved how he immediately did the tourniquet. You know, just like the immediate, immediate. Yeah. I love that because uh, that's actually some anime I watched 
last year. I can't even remember the name of it, but it's like that uh, something kind of like that happens. The whole world is like infected with this thing, and this kid gets bitten, and he just immediately ties the limb. You know, that's sweet. Yeah, no, it was great. Good call, good, call, good writing on that. Um, yeah, the guy. Yeah, the the crazy guy gets infected. The other guy, they have a little shootout and stuff. I loved the. Ooh, I did like the when the guy chases her and there's the little booby trap and stuff. But also, oh, so that lady's yeah, that infected, right? So, so she's in the tomb. Like Lara, like gets on. It gets in like a tomb with like another and is like I know. laying in I thought the I'm, same I'm thing. I'm sitting there like, how do you know that that one doesn't have it too? What if they all have something going on. You yeah. Know? They did their best, but this is a long time ago. You know? It's all way too dicey. Somebody way says they they feel like they're coming down with something around me. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Okay, cool. Have a great I try to avoid a cold weeks. like the plague. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, have a great two weeks. Imagine how I'd act <laughs> to a plague. <laughs> I'll see you next month. Yeah. But, yeah, but I, that dude did have a cool death. Big spike swing. That was cool. Home I like Alone paint bucket, except for barbed wire. Except for, yeah, absolute barbed wire murder. Yeah, kills, horrible yeah. death. But man, and, and she then, had but, the little, she had the thing, you know, the that's, dodging. that's up to the director too, because the directing in that scene, like the way that he followed her with the camera, she was on a dead out sprint and yep. it was, I don't know, the action was so captivating there at yep. the end, you know, it was just, it was so good. And, and she does so, a little wamp, wamp, whoop, chip, whoop, 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 chip, chip, whoop, dodges the thing like, you know, that was cool. Yeah, totally. Great. It was a lot like that. It was actually very similar to that. Um, so I love that. And then the part where I choked up was where she says goodbye to her father. Yeah. And he yeah. does the two fingers thing and he says, um, you know, I love you, Sprout, or something like that. And then Dad she loves runs you. off. And, and she goes, and you. she goes, she goes, I love you. It's like kind of says it. And that's when you're like, oh, oh boy. Yeah, that was yeah, and I it, I literally almost started crying a little bit because I was just yeah. it was very emotionally affecting, um, and then she has the final showdown with Shanghai Noon, and it's kind of just fine. It was good, you know. It was you pretty saw cool. The, they almost had that thing where he came up behind her and grabbed her and started putting her in a headlock, and she flips him over, and all that stuff, and that was fun. Um, she touches cool. the bag and puts it in his mouth and almost touches it again. I oh. know. What are you doing? And then he's infected and she kicks him. I know. Why can't you throw something at him? Go grab a rock. Get him off there. Get now she, him out of here. T- like, you have to take off that shoe somehow. You know what I mean? Get that shoe yeah. off of you. It made contact. It made contact. Made contact with the guy that's infected. Because that'd be the worst. Like, you get through that whole thing, then you're sitting cross-legged on the helicopter, arm brushes the bottom of your shoe, boom. That's what they needed is, you know, that guy, Lou, Lou, uh, Lou Ren, gets back to yeah. the real world, and suddenly he's like, <laughs> starts feeling crappy. Yeah. You know what? I actually, we got to bring this up. How long does it take these guys to get up there and just go help? <laughs> Why no? They were, were, they cl- on, were they clamoring they, over like forty five feet? <laughs> they're sitting there for just probably hours, sitting there, and he eventually it gets back to him, and he goes, "I don't know, where is she?" <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> still looks like he's like in eyesight of what's going on. It's like you were but just I, there. I'm gonna go find her, and then the whole movie ends. It gets through like another long while, 
and he's still not even to the top. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've they, like they, literally gone through like an the whole entire scene of like we'll go with you, you know. So you're like, oh, they're all gonna go like maybe down in the tomb or go do something, go help out, and then they're all just they just don't they don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> they're like they go through an entire booby trap tomb, and those guys have made it like thirty feet. Yeah. They're just kind of shaking, sitting on the hill like, oh. You see them like getting done with lunch and they're like, oh, we better go help them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we probably should. Do you see that uh, <laughs> See that sunset yesterday, though? Um, yeah, what do you have to talk about? You've been on the same island for like I know. seven years. You see that rock moved? What a horrible lot in life, though. It's I like know. how they talked about those guys trying to get – they were like smuggled out of wherever and – then they get brought there and you just turn into a slave. That would be <laughs> oh, that would be horrible. That's such a crappy thing. And it was it was a I, I thought it was a pretty good the plot actually is really good. It's just the overall plot is really good. It's the small bits that it took to get there that yeah, weren't just that, as yeah. great. And I think it mostly is just about a twenty minute, twenty five minute period. Uh like right in the middle. Yeah. About like halfway through, it hits this mark where it's just Probably, not as good. Maybe, yeah, like 60% through kind of hits this. And then, maybe, yeah. yeah, and so Lara makes it up to the surface, and then they point the gun at the guys in the helicopter, and they get back, and everything's la-di-da. And that's when I was thinking this movie's over, and it's like, okay, she inherits the fortune, and that was pretty good. That was a pretty sweet movie. That was fun. Yeah. And then, wait, who owns these companies? And she finds out that she owns the company that was doing all this. And the lady that is a famous actress, I don't know her name. She was in Lawrence of Arabia. Um, uh, I thought we got, is it Kristen Scott Thomas? I think yeah. so. I think that's right. Yeah. 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 Turns out she's maybe the bad guy. That's what we're She's two. the bad guy. That's what they're insinuating here. Um, which I thought that that was brilliant. And so it sets it and up now perfect. She's driving like she's driving like the Mercedes thing or whatever. She has like the big new car. She's kind of flashy. And she's like, I still have stuff to do. And this uh, whatever company this is, they have stuff everywhere. And so you can see all the red dots of things that are similar to the tomb that her father was potentially protecting. Um, and I thought that I was like, oh, my gosh, they're setting it up for a sequel. That's sweet. And then she goes and meets up with the guy from Dawn of the Dead or Hot Fuzz, whoever that guy Shaun is. Dawn of the Dead, yeah. Oh, did I say Dawn of the Dead? Shaun of the Dead. Um, Meets up with that guy to go buy her thing back, and then she buys the guns and says, I think I'll take two, or whatever she says at the end. Yeah, I'll take two. Man, I was so high after that. That was such an awesome freaking ending. Like, Yeah, it it, was good. It was definitely good. I left that theater feeling very, very good. And I think that... The the ending was so strong that anything that was bad in the movie completely got outweighed. That I it was very happy. It was definitely better than I anticipated. I mean, it didn't. It wasn't like the craziest, best thing ever, but it definitely uh, held my attention for a majority of the movie and exceeded a lot of expectations in different areas. So I was definitely I was pleasantly surprised with this one, for sure. It raided my tomb. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, no, I agree. It was fantastic. Fantastic. Um, it wasn't fantastic, but it was it yeah. was like it was fine. And it was better than fine. It was pretty fun. Yeah, I'd say it was, was like a, if somebody were asking like my opinion, D-. I'd say it's pretty fun. 
Oh, I'd go D. like C plus. Like an F. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a solid passing grade, and if F they make another, fun. if they make another one, I'll go to it in theaters. Well, that's like, the thing. I think if you're making a sequel, um, if you cast the right bad guy, albeit that you know that girl is probably going to be like you know one of the main bad guys, but if you get like a really good henchman, somebody to build up, get some good character develop, uh, development around him, and just a really good cast. Um, I think you could you could definitely have probably a better movie than the first one, which this first one wasn't that bad. You could potentially have a pretty great movie on your hands. You know, if you did, I it think right. so too. I think that I think that if they had the right bad guy, this movie would be better. And I think that if they yeah. do it with the next one, that if they had the right bad guy, it would be a pretty sick flick. You know yep. what I mean? Like I yep. would I. I could see it being really good. Because as long as they don't go cheese ball, like the can of cheese almost, you know, that, that can cheese spraying it all over. Um, well, that's what it is, though. It's Croft mac and cheese. I mean, it, yeah, it is. But as long as they don't go like Angelina Jolie films with it, you know, where it's like motorcycle jumping through flames and all this stuff, like as long as you can keep it realistic and almost feeling like a Mission Impossible meets Indiana Jones type feel and... All yeah. that, then I think yeah. you're setting yourself up for success. Um, no more fox bike races and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, there was there was a lot that that went wrong. So. That's my notes. No more chases with bad kids in Japan, and no more weird bike stuff. Yeah. All right, well, I think it's time to put the old bag in the tomb and we'll wrap Tomb Raider up for the night. Um, I think we did a good old kiki. I think we did a pretty good job of summing things up here. Um, That brings us to the final question here, Mr. Diggs. Do you think that Tomb Raider 2018 is better or worse than School of Rock? I'll stop you. Better, better, better. Triumphant, best film no, I'm kidding. Uh, it's no, it's not. It's not. It's not as good as School of Rock. Not even close. School of Rock's so good, though. So it's kind of hard to, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's hard know, to get that. It's hard to top School of Rock. There's nothing better. Uh, I think there's only really two options, though, for Jack Black to fill in this movie and uh, make it any better. One being the bad guy. Yeah, I mean, he would have been, I think he would have been good at that. Schneebly, yeah. bad guy Schneebly. I've been waiting, or what did he say here? What does he say? You know, I've been waiting a long time for you, Laura. rip a doo doo Maybe, or or the dad. The dad's probably the best answer. I think he could play the uh, the crazy guy, the old crazy dad. That's lost his mind over the past seven years, sitting yep. next to a fire. She's not real. She's not real. Yeah, and there's nowhere you can stop. Let me try that again. Let me let me hit that in the right key. Yeah, and there's no way you can stop. The school of cross. Oh yeah. yeah. There it is. 
is. There it and is. That's I even fell out of key at the beginning of that too. Again, I don't know what's going on there. I don't I'm really a hard know time. what's going on. It's something that's with okay. the signal. Something with the signal. Just your cord, signal actually. from your brain to your <laughs> <laughs> to my vocal cords. <laughs> great. Well, great podcast there, buddy. Great times. I loved it. I'm so glad that we did this movie today, actually, because I was yeah. very pleasantly surprised. So I think we're gonna was, start trying to do more uh, more movies in theaters. I think that's gonna yeah. Be try a, to hit the new movies as they come out. I think it might. It's a little bit more fun for us, I guess. So we're gonna we'll be see. doing that. Um, also, website is completely updated um, and ready. So check us out: uh, www.professorjones.com. Uh, we're on Facebook slash Professor Podcast. Um, so check us out on there. You can also just type in Professor Jones. I'm sure we'll pop up. Uh, and Instagram, I've been doing a little bit, a little bit more gramming lately. I've been doing the, uh, some more gramming lately. Uh, I don't know. Let me put that up on the gram for you, baby Creed. What'd you call me? Hey, don't call me that. <laughs> well, I'm just showing you love. <laughs> What's up, baby Creed? Um. Don't call me that. Sorry. Don't call me that. Uh, but yeah, check us out on those. Uh, please share, subscribe. We love it. I mean, we I I posted earlier this week on the Professor Jones page, but just saying that we just we enjoy doing this. We love doing this, and you know, since people listen, uh, we keep doing it, and that's that's what keeps us doing it. So we just love it, man. Um, but please reach out. Like, I I would love some more interactions and stuff like that. If people reach out for any ideas on what we should do or talk about or uh, just anything at all, or anybody that just wants to nerd out. Hit mm-hmm. us up, professorjones at gmail.com. We're there. Throw it up on the Facebook, whatever, the gram. Whatever. You can message on all of that stuff, I'm sure. So feel free. Post on post on Professor Jones' wall and say, what's up, baby Creed? What's up, baby Creed? And we'll say, don't call me that. Yeah, we'll comment, don't call me that. But we do appreciate you guys being 100 with us, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Tomb Raider, a uh, lot of... A lot of dead animals, just a lot of bears. Way too many dead animals. So if but... you haven't seen it, uh, yeah, lot of animals. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was expecting. That's exactly. Yeah, if you play <laughs> the games, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know what's going on. Just play the games. But anyway, well, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Until next week, we'll be right here, living our lives a quarter mile at a time. I'll take two. <laughs>